and gentlemen, my name is Leon, and thank you for tuning in to More To It, a podcast about perspective. Today's episode is about try-hard fans versus the die-hard fans, wave riding, and the pursuit to be a stranger's number one fan. Now, I want to start out with this for a little bit. I was on Instagram, is the cream of the crop. It's in the glorious section that is known as a search section of Instagram. Um, So I was in there just scrolling, scrolling, scrolling or whatever. And I came across a post that was dedicated to a specific artist. Um, but it was a fan page for that artist as well. So I clicked on it and it, there were multiple pictures. But the caption of it was what really like annoyed me. Not really annoyed me, but it was kind of like, what the hell? So the caption was something to the effect of, oh, I can't wait for the person, the celebrity. Oh, I can't wait for uh, their birthday to come up. Um, I'm so excited for it. Okay, here's here's what doesn't make any sense to me at all. It's like, you're not a relative. You're not a best friend. You're not someone from a distant past or whatever it is. You didn't go to grade school together or whatever, or middle school or high school. And it's not like you're invited to a party of some sort. So I don't understand, what, do you, what are you looking forward to this person's birthday for? And they don't even know you, like at all. They don't know anything about you. The fan page you made, nine times out of 10, they don't even know that exists. And they do, it might've been through like a third party or something like that. They don't care about this stuff. So I feel like there are much more important things to worry about than a person's birthday. I get if you're grateful for the person and whatever it is that has made you a fan of them, that's fine and all. But to actually look forward to a a birthday, that's just a little bit too much. Now, My guest for today is by far one of the best guitar players I've ever (laughs) met and someone who I've actually become friends with through working, which is not a thing I like to do because I go to work to work. I don't go to work to make friends. Um, But if it happens and it's genuine, then it happens. So anyways, yeah, we met through working in one of the shittiest of (laughs) shitholes. And if you ever worked in this uh, type of setting, you would know what we're talking about. Uh, But we did corporate security in a shithole, aka corporate jail. So my guest at this time is Garvin. Hey guys, I'm Garvin. Yes, thank you for being a part of the show. Uh, What we're going to be touching on. Yeah. Um, I felt like I had to talk to you about these things. Now, do you notice that there's this thing that celebrities are doing and they've been doing it for a little while now um for the past few years and it seems like it's just the thing now to uh mm. use anime for clout uh, yeah. when then when you know they're not even fans like you come on now if and if they're a fan of anything it's like specifically something mainstream yeah and it's not anything outside of the norm yeah or whatever it is that's popular not that there's anything wrong with liking anything that's popular because i like stuff that's popular too yeah. however if you're going to be a fan of something give a little bit more dig your fingers a little bit deeper mm-hmm. and and see what else is out there instead of just oh what are people uh making tiktok videos to now oh, or, okay. or whatever what anime character are they posting mm-hmm. in their profile picture or whatever it is just like you know like ugh. perfect example of of someone right that i will never let them live this down for the fact that they they have a clothing line with coach um and throughout most of their career especially like a little bit after the whole black panther thing it, it he was just putting oh i'm a comic book fan i'm a comic book fan i'm, I'm a love anime i love anime i, lo- I love anime and, and this and this and that he was just preaching it to the moon but don't get me wrong i'm a, I'm a fan of him i'm a fan of him yeah. I've been a fan of him since Creed. Mm. Um, and, you know, he's a fellow Aquarian, so, you know, I, I can't really. But in this specific thing, nah, bro, you're not ever living this down. <laughs> so please, Garvin, if you could play the clip of Michael B. Jordan proving that he's an anime fan. My pleasure. Is Naruto 
Computer. Been a fan of it for years, since I was like maybe 12, 13 years old. I've literally seen Sasuke and Rotu grow up. At the end of it, it was pretty sad. <laughs> it's like... Just you, I mean, like you know, all you had to do was you just had to do a little bit of research before the interview. That's all you had to do. You could just Google the name or ask Siri, "How do you pronounce this and this and that?" Like she would have helped you out just fine. So I was listening to somebody's conversation anyway. Um, so she would have helped you out just fine. You know, you didn't even have to do much. But you know, you're just preaching this like I'm an anime fan, and you said it in the video. I love the whole story. It sounded like a kid wrote that for him, and he's just like, you know what? All right, good. Yeah. man. Ugh, that video, I'll never let it go. Um, but he's not the only one that does that. There's a few other celebrities that have just jumped on this wave of, oh, let me put a certain character in my recent uploads as my boyfriend or some bullshit. Like, okay, or or the ones that like they were in Dragon Ball Z clothing now and stuff like that because it was a collaboration with Forever 21 or, or Boo or whatever it is that these people are getting this stuff from. Now, this is what bothers me because I'm pretty sure everyone knows a lot about Dragon Ball Z at this point. But you can just spot the bullshit tryhards. You can just spot it because I know if you sat these people down and you asked them, right? If you asked them, hey, describe your favorite fight from said series mm -hmm. and tell me it in detail from start to finish or tell me it the best that you can remember. They couldn't fucking tell you that. They could not tell you that shit. It's kind of cringy. It's so cringy. Man, it's so cringy. And that also goes into, for whatever reason, how anime has just become this it thing over the past, I think it's been like over the past maybe like five years or so within that time span. It's become this thing like, it's cool to like anime and, and stuff like that. Now, when I was in high school, I was in ninth grade. All right, calm down. Yeah, I was 14 turning 15. Calm down. All right. Yeah. So I was really into Naruto at the time. Like mm -hmm. I was really into it. I was watching other things as well. Ghost in the Shell and... Um, ah, Ghost in the Shell. Good one. Oh, that's my favorite anime of all time. I heard about it. Yeah. I love the whole futuristic mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. stuff and the detective stuff. Give me an anime with some detective shit in it and I'll watch it. Psychopaths is another one. I love Psychopaths. I heard about that one yeah, that one is so good. Yeah. But yeah, so I was heavily into Naruto. You know, I was, I was okay, I was one of those people. I had a headband. I had a few. All right, yeah. sue me. I wasn't one of those people that was running around, you know, with the arms behind the back <laughs> and, that, and doing all that extra shit. I wasn't doing that. I was not doing that. However, I was like, oh, you know, you should watch Naruto. I was one of those people trying to put people on to like yeah. anime and stuff. And they're like, oh, are you watching cartoons? Like mm -hmm. nobody watches that shit. Not even 10 years later, not even 10 full years later. Here we are. You got the same hood boogers oh. and pretentious people over mm -hmm. here posting full fight. Oh, such and such is my, mm -hmm. is my homie. Yep. No, they're not. No, mm -hmm. they're not. You're only riding a wave yep. because you saw that somebody else posted it because somebody else really like, no, like I know for a fact, a lot of the time these people don't sit there and actually exactly dig deep into this genre of um entertainment you know they're just walking around wearing like i said forever 21 and boohoo and and yeah. um h&m collaborations and all that other nonsense you don't know a thing about what you're wearing and then the same thing also goes into banties and shit oh. i remember it was a badge of honor if you were in public yeah. or if you were if you were anywhere mm -hmm. and somebody else was a fan of the band yeah. that was on your shirt and if they pointed it out to you like oh hey you know and you actually have a conversation and name more than one song those conversations oh boy yes if you name more than one song and you know you kind of create
create some relatability between you and this uh, stranger. And you guys, you know, you just had a great conversation about the band or the music or whatever. That was a badge of honor. But then it just evolved into this thing like, oh, Urban Outfitters, we're just going to sell Metallica tees and ACDC tees uh, and yeah. like all this other shit. What's another one? It's um, so mass produced. It's terrible so because it's like, yo, I know you don't listen. I know you don't even mm -hmm. like what you're wearing. That's a form of art. You're showing people like, this is what I'm into. Yep. Like, it's an expression of yourself in a way. Like, yeah. wearing a band tee lets you know, this is what I'm fucking with under these headphones, you know? Yeah. And you got, like I said, you got the poses. They just, oh, oh my God, it looks yeah. great. It's, oh, it's vintage. I'm going to, yeah. no, no, yep. no, no, put it down. Yeah. So that's just annoying. What do you what do you think about that, Garvin? In my opinion, it feels like it's like some kind of form of an identity crisis, right? And to latch on to what you were mentioning earlier about you know that these people are not fans of these anime or whatever they're um, <laughs> promoting, right? Because that's really what it is. It's some kind of form mm -hmm, of marketing. Mm -hmm. In middle school, I have experience of people who used to tease me for just liking anything anime related. But what was popular when I was in middle school was Naruto, Bleach, um, Digimon, Inuyasha, all, all mm -hmm. of that. They used to tease me. Oh, Garvin. Oh, is this what you like? Or whatever. For years. Let me put this in real quick. Mm -hmm. If you wasn't fucking with anime in the afternoon, like it was like Dragon Ball Z, Sailor oh Moon, Transformers, Armada, that's not anime, Woo! I know. But if you were, if you weren't, uh, um, what was it? It was, um, in some cases, it was Koli Yoko. I don't oh, know. I didn't watch that garbage. There were a few shows that came on after school. You knew after school between, I think mm -hmm. it was like three and yeah. five o'clock. You just had all that. It, it was Sailor Moon, 4.30, and then they had um, yeah. Dragon Ball Z to close everything at 5.30. I think that's what it was. I think it ended Hamtaro. at 5.30. They had Hamtaro as well. For whatever reason, they put Johnny Quest in there, then yeah. that didn't last long. Roroni Kenshin. Roroni Kenshin. Oh, that God. was another one. Yeah. One of my favorites. Very great mm -hmm. anime. Um, Great series as a whole. Oh, my God. And they had the little alien space dude, Tom. Like, he was walking yeah. around. and Tsunami. That yeah. was, like, the pathway, like, you the introduction for a lot of us. Yu Yu Hakusho. Yu Hakusho. Oh, my God. Yep, because I remember the tournament where, where he was like showing off against his opponent and his yep. opponent's like, how many spirit gun uh, shots do you have? And mm -hmm. this motherfucker just shoots into the crowd <laughs> and blasts like a whole row of people. I remember that. Yeah, yeah, he blasts a whole damn row of people and he's like, I got this many left. Yeah. I think he had like nine left or something like mm -hmm. that. So, you know, he was flexing, but it was like, yeah. it was cool though. So that was the avenue for a lot of us to get into anime and things like yeah. that and then you also had uh like the late night stuff or on saturdays but the late night stuff was usually before yeah. adult swim was even a thing mm -hmm. don't forget kids wb with Yu-Gi-Oh and oh that was uh, saturday morning you already saturday, knew what the deal was, was. the rerun yeah. from last week was at eight o'clock mm -hmm. and then at 11 was the new episode Ooh. I remember the talk about it yo when they had the egyptian god cards and oh whole. all that we uh, i used to sit there bright and early with my deck like a loser i just to sit there with my deck right in front of the tv over here hard on the cards i was just sitting there chilling be honest did you did you ever try did you ever try the Yu-Gi-Oh type of thing? Um, you know, I like, definitely harder the cards. Of course, but I did not sit there yelling at the top I, of my I, lungs I, I, to a stranger. I, I did that. Oh wow. I, well, More not power to the stranger, to but to the television. Oh, okay, okay, okay. That's that's understandable. Yeah. Michael, don't ever, if somehow this ever gets to you, you're a cool guy, mm -hmm. right? But don't you ever, ever, ever make that mistake again, all right? That's all, that's all I'm saying to you. That's all we're saying to you. He need to do it. That's the thing that baffles me. Yeah, like, like he's he's got a following. Like, you don't need to appeal to everyone. When it comes to, like, the paneling in regards to, like, trying to appeal to the whole anime scene mm -hmm. or whatever, mm -hmm. TikTok is probably the... 
most apparent example it's just cringe fest like you, for example like when you see like some um some people they cosplaying oh yeah the that's what, that, they that actually that people, overdo they it got to the point where they're forcibly cosplaying mm. they don't even know the character that they're cosplaying yeah that's what gets to me you've never watched an episode you've never watched episodes. you've seen one picture exactly but because they know that a specific character has like a strong fan base it's like mm-hmm. oh let me let me dress up as this yeah and you guys know who I'm talking about. Especially if, uh, for those that have very obvious assets, and I'll leave it at that. Uh, like it's like a, like I was saying, I I remember being like pressured to liking things that um you know the other students they were like, oh no, you're supposed to get into this. You're mm-hmm. supposed to be sagging your pants. You're but it's like that's cool and all if you're into that. But you shouldn't knock another person just because they like something. And now come to find out. I kid you not, a lot of those people that used to bother me about that or tease me about, you know, the the anime that I was interested in. They're riding the wave. If I go look them up on Instagram, oh my God, I'm going to see something Naruto related. It's like, oh my God. Which is, like I said, it's fair if you like it. But like, you can tell it's forced. You can tell that they're trying to enter this whole wave, as um, Leon said. Riding the wave. It's know. cringy. It's cringy, it, it, and it's just like, do do you yeah. like? Do you know what you actually like? Mm-hmm. Do you know what you're actually a fan of? Do you have yeah. anything that you can actually sit there and like? You know what? Mm-hmm. This brings me some sort of joy. Like I get a kick out of this. Mm-hmm. Like this thing does it for yeah. me. You know, like you even know what that is mm-hmm. instead of just ooh, people like this and people like that, or people are wa- mm-hmm. watching this. So I'll share this yeah. so people. Oh, Jesus, have your own identity. Mm-hmm. And, um, you mentioned something earlier about like the badge of honor. Mm-hmm. I remember. Um, back then, when you saw somebody wearing a specific shirt mm-hmm. or some something, some kind of branding, you can start a conversation. Of course, if you was interested in, hey, you wearing a such and such. One time, I ran into somebody who's wearing a Kingdom Hearts shirt. And I was like, hey, you, you play Kingdom Hearts? What's that? And this is another situation. This was like someone wearing a Metallica shirt. And mind you, I'm a huge Metallica fan, right? I saw somebody wearing a Metallica shirt. Hey, hey, oh, I'm a fan of Metallica. You have any favorite songs? What are you talking about? What do you mean? No, the, the shirt. Oh, I just wear it just for the fashion. It, it, it's even Christ. close at home. My little sister, she's 22 right now, right? God bless her heart. She has a cooler Metallica shirt than what I have in my own collection. And I remember when I used to play Metallica music, it was... As she described it, T Rash. So um, the shirt she's wearing, it's actually cooler than what I have. Right. But she still don't listen to like a word, Metallica, anything. She don't care. Whatever. She simply wears it for the design, right? It got so bad where like a designer company decided to take into that marketing and they they were selling $500 Metallica shirts. And there were people getting into that, buying those shirts just to say, oh, I... I'm wearing a $500 Metallica shirt, all because of some kind of designer. I don't know who exactly, but I remember my little sister and and also my little brother was telling me about Mm -hmm. this. And it was like, are you wearing such and such? I was like, what are you talking about? Mm, And that was coming to the point where that badge of honor is losing its purpose. Because now when I wear like a specific band or something. That you actually listen to. Yeah, that I actually listen to. Now I'm being like interpreted as oh now nah, he's the poser and i can't imagine how many conversations that would have happened oh but when those conversations happen you can spot a real of from a fake right away of course you could spot a diehard from a tryhard like Facts. right away yeah and definitely there was this one girl in one of my college classes she wore a nirvana shirt oh fuck it wasn't just that she wore a nirvana shirt she wore that nirvana shirt at least two times a week well i don't know washing, if she was wearing a different there you know, are washing machines I, i'm just saying I, 
from what I saw, it seemed like she was like really trying to get a specific person's attention, right? But to be fair, if she knows that one Nirvana song, no, nobody's no, no, <laughs> nobody's getting the pass from like, oh, I'm I'm a fan, yeah. But you only know and listen to one song. Yeah, give a little bit of depth as yeah. to why it is that you're actually a fan, or, or exactly. give a little bit of proof as to how you are an actual fan. Mm-hmm. Like, doesn't take much to be like, you know, I'm not a fan, but I do like this song by them or this and this song or yeah. whatever you're like it's not that hard to say that instead yeah i listen to such and such oh what yeah. do you listen to and then boom like the one most popular song that they've mm-hmm. ever done like i had a problem with that for those who don't know lincoln park has played a yeah. very 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 influential I would role say even for me as well yeah for a lot of people um they've played a very very influential role in my life and like in my taste in music and i would listen to them for hours i remember my first cd was meteora i got that when i was 13 years old and I had yeah. a cd player i will never forget it i played the shit out of that cd in that cd player <laughs> to the point where like case on the outside was like some cheap plastic shit and yeah. that started to break off so when you wow. would play it like you could see the cd yeah. spinning as mm-hmm. it's playing i used to walk with it so much the cd would get scratches and stuff like that so wow. i was so heartbroken that i had to get a new one um but yeah they did it for me and and mm-hmm. the thing that annoyed me was people would always oh you like lincoln park yeah yeah, yeah i like lincoln park you know because yeah. i'm over here thinking like what's up like we about to shoot the shit on what's going yeah. on like let's spit some facts oh and then like yeah i like that song too oh what song is it oh. numb <laughs> oh okay and then it'd get even worse they'd be like oh yeah um numb the one with uh jay-z wow anything else at all did anything else you, you could even get me faint i'll take faint no somewhere i belong nothing just mm-hmm. good songs by the way what i've done you know you, okay great mm-hmm. at least those people that you talked to was able to mention those songs mm-hmm. Metall- somebody could be wearing a metallica shirt one of the members of metallica could be standing right next to them and they're not going to know. They wouldn't know a fucking clue yeah. who they were. They're going to be like, who, who's this guy? Because yeah. I can only imagine, like, let's say you're one of those famous artists. And mm. then you see someone wearing your band shirt or whatever. And then you're standing, okay, oh, man, oh, I'm about to deal with a fan. The person just look at you and then just walk by. Mm-hmm. Not knowing at all who you are. I can bet money that that has happened so many times. Some celebrities like that shit, though. That anonymous feeling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They don't, some of them don't want to be bothered because I, I remember working down in Soho a lot. I'm not tooting a horn, but I've seen a lot of people. Like I've mm-hmm. walked past certain people. I've been literally yeah. standing next to these people, having conversations with them. Like, you know, I know who you are, but I'm yeah. not going to bother you kind of exactly. thing. Like, shit like that. Like some of them really like that. And then some of them kind of expect like, do you know who the fuck I am? Like it's here or there with that. Um, I think you just feel like does somebody you know do you want to be bothered or not or yeah, you know whatever yeah. but then there's also like you said these motherfuckers is wearing shit from artists and people they don't even know who the fuck they are and they just not even giving a fuck to dig deeper it you know even further when you see other celebrities for example like Lil Pump would wear a Metallica shirt and he doesn't know a single album or something like that um, okay yeah I could see you know celebrities doing the, the same shit too genre yeah, no, yeah, uh, yeah. Lil Uzi Vert he's actually into a lot of metal hard rock and stuff so people like mm-hmm. him I wouldn't really put in that category but there are some that are trying to market towards that tryhards yeah and speaking of artists i feel like people are too much of a fan sometimes yeah like when they're a fan of someone like i'm pretty sure somebody hearing this is probably a michael b jordan fan i'm a michael b jordan fan too but i ain't gonna stick for that bullshit fuck out of here naruto or whatever the fuck it was like so i'm pretty sure somebody might feel offended as like you know why you yeah you're defending somebody you don't even know so what you think you're gaining out of that i don't know but if it helps you sleep at night then do your thing but yeah when like i notice when people 
are a fan of someone, they like everything, everything that they do is like, oh, this is the greatest. This is the best thing I've ever heard. I've ever seen. And oh my gosh, oh my God, this movie is yeah. excellent. And this, it's oh wonderful. My. It's, oh my gosh, it's giving me life. And like all this other <laughs> shit, like, mm. no, you can't tell somebody that shit, that everything that they do is good because yeah. not everything that someone does is good. You know, perfect example. I know everybody listening to this has to know this by now. Mm -hmm. It's been over 10 years. I've been a fan of Paramore for a very long fucking time. And I didn't get into them because of misery business. Those of you who know me with that also know that Mm -hmm. I can't fucking stand that song. I don't know what it is. I know how to play it on guitar. I don't know why I just don't like it. Whenever it's played in the same room or whatever, Mm -hmm. like from somebody else, of course I'm not going to be like, turn that shit off. I don't like it. Be fair and you know, like, okay, I'll just listen to it. It's Mm -hmm. just almost what, four minute song. Like what's the worst that could happen? I'm just not a fan of the song and there's a few other songs that they have that I don't really fuck with either. I'm familiar with them because you listen to an album long enough you get familiar with mm-hmm. the songs and stuff like that but a lot of their work i do like i've went to plenty of concerts i've gotten plenty of band tees from hot topic and from live shows yeah all that stuff even from the website all that stuff i even actually still have all my concert tickets from every show i've really? been to yeah nice. i'm a big fan of them but not everything that they do like i can differentiate mm-hmm. like you know what yeah you put this out but like it's not hitting like it could be better than yeah. you know like i don't mind giving them that bit of yeah, criticism yeah. because as a fan i want mm-hmm. them to be the best that they can of be course, supporting someone yeah. you want them to be the best that they can be yeah so if you're telling somebody yeah this is great oh my god it's amazing it's amazing it's wonderful they're never gonna know if anything that they do is bad and yeah. they're gonna think that everything they do is good because you're not being honest enough to tell them like yeah this music video sucked or like this movie was shit or this song wasn't good uh, you know just any kind of criticism helps an artist doesn't have to be a musician only just in general yeah. like and sometimes you do get band interactions and you get singers mm. and musicians that interact with their fan base which is cool and all mm-hmm. I've had a few interactions with people that I'm a fan of as well and that's been pretty cool but I'm not sitting there like you do it for me every single thing you do <laughs> is the best that I've ever witnessed yeah. and no I will reach out and point out what really resonated with me or what I really like and also that makes them feel good too it's like damn thank you thank you for taking the time mm-hmm. to actually indulge yourself in yeah. whatever it is I'm putting out in the world you know mm-hmm. that kind of thing people gotta be more realistic you sitting there it's great it's great yeah. it's great the people who are not a fan of the person you're a fan of are gonna look at the fan base like these yeah. people are what the f- these people are fucking idiots like this is dreadful I get it like what you like feel yeah. free to like what you like and enjoy whatever legitimately course, brings you happiness yeah. that's fine but there's no way you can like every Every single thing that one person does. So uh, how do you feel about that, Garvin? I actually agree with everything you said because I'm a big T-Pain fan, right? And Mm -hmm. I'll be the first one to admit there are some songs that are like, okay, that one didn't do it for me. But this one did, right? Right. And it's hit or miss. I'm not going to lie. It's hit or miss. One song would be like, and I'm talking about like current, like one song Mm -hmm. he would release. I cool next one i'm not feeling that one but ironically sometimes that may end up getting more fans or whatever yeah yeah but in terms of criticalness and stuff yo art form needs criticism Mm -hmm. to do better you would want it to be as good like Mm -hmm. i can just think about video games right for example square enix like the creator Mm -hmm. of kingdom hearts yo 
the fan base will take anything thrown at them. That game that came out after Kingdom Hearts 3. Melody, Memories of Melody. I paid for the deluxe edition of Kingdom Hearts 3. Yeah. Fucking dropped. I think I unlocked the Toy Story world and yeah. I didn't even play it yet. You're not missing anything. I know, I know. I've, I've heard a lot of complaints. You're not, you're not missing anything. So yeah. I paid all that goddamn money. Yeah. I'm going to drag it out for as long as I have to. Like I'm, you know I'm, not, I'm in no rush to finish the game. And you know who created that? It's the diehards. Like Square Enix would just throw a whole bunch of randomness and shell it off and stuff and mm -hmm. I, I hate to use video games as an example but no that no that's, that's, thing that's can, not can a bad work example like music to yeah. the point where oh this is all y'all like i could just keep giving you guys the same thing and in my opinion as an artist you would want your artist to evolve mm -hmm. right you wouldn't want the same thing every time let's take metallica right some might say that i'm a diehard fan but i don't like every album metallica has after the last you know the top golden four albums they probably got like six albums that just mm -hmm. did not hit Mm -hmm. But within those albums, there's like one or two good songs and whatnot. They're very hit or miss. But sometimes... Everybody has a hit or miss. Oh you know, you have to. And that's normal. Like, yeah. Right? But sometimes it might hit some people. Some people just really like, I love it all. I love it all. Like, yeah, give me can. more. Give me more. Trust give me, me more. And like, If you, if yo, you look at some of Metallica... That's how people get burnt out because yeah, they're just putting out anything. And nobody's exactly. telling them like, yo, this is shit. Yeah. You know, that if your fans like it, then that mm -hmm. says a lot about them. But okay. And the thing is, you want that balance. You would want your artist to like experiment, try something, mm -hmm. right? Sometimes they could just try something out without it being a thing and then like, mm -hmm. whoa so this is what i needed to hear and i didn't know i needed to hear it right but then when it comes to some of the diehards they'll take anything and it's like are you forcing yourself to like something it's almost like the exact thing was going on where someone's forcing themselves like michael b jordan forcing himself to get into that fan base or meg the stallion does it too i wasn't yeah. trying to name drop her but then she started putting sasuke in her pictures and you know i'm a fan of sasuke like yeah. don't do that to my guy yeah. fuck out of here but it's meg <laughs> meg gets a big pass for me with a lot of yeah. things i thought she did a great job for halloween for um inuyasha yo that shit was dope as hell it was really? so cool what are the chances that she's really an inuyasha fan Apparently she watches anime in dub. Okay. That doesn't well, bother me because I can it. watch uh like I grew up mm -hmm. watching Dragon Ball Z in dub. Yeah. So that's what I'm used in to. Dragon Ball Super mm -hmm. when they do that da, 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 <laughs> I can't fucking take it. Yeah. I cannot take it. I'm not doing this. Yeah. You that, would have why. to have grown with that to, to get used yeah. to it. <laughs> She pays a little tributes here and there, yeah. but for B. Jordan, it's always specifically Naruto. At the very least, because I don't think she watches anime like that anyway, mm -hmm. at least she's shown variety. She's consistent with it. Yes, yeah. with variety. Yeah. But you preach in one show, yeah. you can't pronounce the name right. Yeah. It's a marketing thing, though. It probably is. At what cost, you know? Yeah. So what we want people to take away from this is we're not telling you if you don't have solid proof you don't like something, then you can't like it or that you can't be a fan of it, whether it's anime or music or whatever it is. Like what legitimately gives you happiness and brings you joy. You know, that's what you should always do when it comes to investing time into anything in terms of a form of entertainment. Just life in general, you do things that you like and give you a thorough happiness like a genuine happiness and not just riding a wave just because you, somebody else likes it now we're going to get into the part of the show it's a segment called workplace aggravations i've been waiting for this one because we did corporate security out in brooklyn and one of the fucking worst places you could ever walk in it's so bad like we were working for a company that had a contract with this building through an agency so the actual workers in this building there were so many different companies working in that company we were just another company working for a company that's it again it was so bad in that place every time you could just see it especially on a monday morning you could just see it people dragging their feet yeah. 
nobody wanted to come into work. Everybody hated each other. You know, people would just dump their problems onto the next person. Like, my husband did this. Oh, yeah. Yeah, my wife did that. And, like, it was the most toxic environment I think I've ever witnessed. Mm -hmm. Half the staff smoked cigarettes. So they would have us try to, like, tell them to stop smoking in front of the building and all that other dumb shit. We're telling these people that make probably double or even triple what we make. They're the reason why that establishment is even functional right we're telling these people as agency guards not to take a cigarette break or to not loiter in front of the building like it was weird it was fucking annoying it was so annoying it was so annoying but like i said everybody hated each other because it was always cutthroat even with the guards that worked there as well our colleagues that worked for the company with us there was always somebody out for somebody always somebody like trying to get the scoop on someone yo mind your fucking business you know like somebody like trying to be the the star pupil no shut the hell up i remember one time uh we were doing roll call and this one dude he was such a kiss ass he was so annoying one of the other guys one of the other guards he was out taking a cigarette break before we started Mm -hmm. so this asshole decides he says one joke it failed Nobody laughed. He's like, oh, he's out there smoking his crack. Exactly who you're talking about. Yeah, fuck him. So he's like, yeah, he's out there smoking his crack. (laughs) Smoking his crack. Nobody laughed. Nobody cared. Me and another guard, we looked at him because he said it a third time. And we looked at him like, enough is enough. Yeah. It didn't work the first time, yeah. but you got two people to look at you like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And you don't catch a hint. You it's know what I'm like saying? Like, do just not so exist. cutthroat. Yeah, yeah, like, just so cutthroat. Like, you don't. It's, it's forced. Yeah. It's Fucking hated that. Forcing their personality all because they're trying to, they're trying to get the next one over the next mm-hmm. person. Oh, they're trying to get promoted quicker. Promoted quicker for what? So you can end up sleeping with one of the supervisors? Because that's pretty much what was going on there. Uh, Oh, yeah. There's a lot of stories. We're not going to name drop. We had a guard. This son of a bitch. You know when you go to work and there's that one person or a few people that they go there and you could just say one nice thing to them. Or it could just be one day of you trying to communicate because you're trying to understand what your job title is or whatever you need to do, whatever you need to get done or whatever you need to learn it, especially if it's in a new environment. But they take that and then it just doesn't end. They approach you from that day forward like we're friends. Like they're calling you on a a, a nickname basis and stuff like that. It's like, bro, I don't know you. Uh I'm here to collect a check just like you. I don't need you in my fucking face, all right? Mm -hmm. We can keep it professional. Fine. I'm not your friend. But that's not to say that you can't make friends at work because I've been fortunate enough. You're one of them. I've been fortunate enough to make friends through working. But I didn't just jump into like trying to get in everybody's face and trying to uh, appeal to everyone. We're we're buddies, right? We're cool, right? No, we're not. I don't know you. Most likely, I don't want to know you. You're kind of lame, and mm. that's just what he was. Like, he was just trying so hard to be yeah. the starred pupil, and he thought everybody was his friend, and everybody was cool with him, until a few people yelled at him and, you know, got in his ass, like, yo, I don't even fuck with you like that, and you don't know me to make a joke that way, so you might want to get the it's fuck out of here. It's kind of sad. I know exactly who you're talking about. Fuck now, him. what makes it sad is because I saw this person a couple months ago, mm-hmm. and nothing has changed. And when you talk about like social cues that do not exist mm-hmm. in somebody's mental psyche, it's still the same thing. And another thing about him too, this is the last thing I'm going to shit on him about. Okay, so we were in the office, the guards, we were in this office wrapping up the day and stuff like that. I happened to be going on lunch break and homeboy was leaving. But, you know, one of those people trying too hard. Uh-huh. Listen, no, your shift is done. Go home. 
bro, go oh home. So he would linger that, around that the. Me too. He would linger around the supervisors and shit God. like that. Or any anybody in the locker room just. He did it for over an hour at one point after his shift ended. Go home. You're not tired after work. To show you how bad it was. His shift ended at 3 p.m. My shift started at 6 p.m. Jesus, some look at days, that. Some days, I would walk in and I would see him in the office. If I'm clocked out of work, I'll give you maybe 30 minutes at most. You're, you're very I'm generous. not staying. You're very generous. But no, no, but that's a combination of, you know, if, if I got to wait for somebody uh, to, to, to like relieve you to relieve me or yeah. something or, or, or if there's some like paperwork I got to take care of combined yeah. with like changing out of clothes and stuff like that. Of course. Like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because um, I'm not going to work in a uniform. Fuck that. No. Like, yeah, so I overhear him telling the uh, supervisors and stuff. He's like, "Yeah, you know, I gotta, um, I'm, I'm gonna head out now, you guys, because <laughs> my lady's waiting for me. She's, uh, she's, she's picking me up." I went down the block, but I was on the other side of the street. I wasn't watching him. I just so happened yep. to catch this. So I'm walking down the block. He's walking down the block on the opposite side of the mm-hmm. street. I see a car light flicker, <laughs> signaling the opening of the door. Yeah, there was no my lady's coming to pick me up. No, this motherfucker drove himself to work and he, he tried to make himself seem cooler to us by letting us know that his woman was coming to pick him up. Bro, we don't care. Yeah. We don't care. Yeah. Why should we care? Like, exactly. we don't got to lie about something like that. Yo, I'll catch you guys later. I mean, That's you, it. What do you gain from that? Like, Th- that dude was the worst. No one cared, right? And it was apparent. I'm almost certain that it got to him. Someone had to have told him, at least yeah. by now. I wonder if somebody slapped the shit out of him. I would hope at least I w- once. I wouldn't be surprised. I would hope it happened once. Mind you, he's working in a corporate setting. I would not be surprised if something like that came into fruition. We were guards, right? Which means like we were working with clientele. 90, no, 100% of the clientele was weirded by this person. Oh, I heard so much stories about oh, this dude. And, like, I know you don't want to like talk too much on this, but his character. You know what? Is, no, no, no. I, what I was going to get into, I was going to get into uh, somebody else I know who um, has absolutely no social cues at all. Like, he's one of those people that when he talks to you, like, they got to tap you. Are you that insecure that you need to get my attention when I'm clearly standing two feet in front of you and you're Mm -hmm. tapping me so I can listen to your words? Stop. I can't stand that shit with this guy. It's like, talk. Use your words. You're about mid to late 30s. Use your fucking words, but don't touch me. Like older, like 60, 50 or something. That's what I would have expected. Well, I would expect more from somebody of that age. They would know not to be yeah. tapping somebody on the chest mid-conversation. Stop doing that. Yeah. Or like when they laugh and they tap you. I know what you're talking Don't touch about. me. Yeah. Do not touch Boundaries. me. Boundaries. Boundaries. Yeah, some people just don't like, get it. We learned like, that in like kindergarten. Yeah, some people just don't get it. We worked in a piece of shit job, right? Yeah. It's even worse when you don't do the minimum. Then you personally start getting affected by it there'll be some situations where i have to like use the bathroom wait we're security guards so we had a radio so when, when i radioed it in mind you i had to go right then and there right like five minutes waiting time is what mm-hmm. you, you know expect yeah and they're waiting an hour that's bullshit. sometimes i had to that's phone the radio multiple times and then you know what happened that person was sleeping in the locker room look at that were they on break or they just no that's their job their job is to relieve like they, they were oh on break. okay they gotcha gotcha they weren't yeah. even on their break yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't you couldn't you couldn't do that shit right. You yeah, couldn't, you couldn't even do that. And to this day, it still doesn't make any sense to me. It doesn't. It's, it really it, doesn't. What can you do, right? Yeah, right. it was a it was a shit show of a job. Outside of the few good people that right. were there, yeah, very, very few. Very few. But mm. then, like most jobs. Yeah, unfortunately. But thank you again so much for 
being a part of the show. This was a very interesting topic, and Wait which is cool. It. You're more than welcome to return whenever you want to. Exactly. Whenever there's something else we need to shit on, because there's a lot of a lot that needs to get shitted on. Yeah, so if you uh, can tell the people where they can find you. Uh, you can find me on Instagram, uh, Chonin, C-H-O-U-N-I-N, one underscore, and then that's it. And Chonin is basically Korean for I am. Even though my account is private, don't worry. I will accept everybody. <laughs> All right. So, uh, yeah, any questions and concerns or different opinions or different perspectives, feel free to shoot an email to more to it. And that's more with the number two, because once again, I have to put it out there. Gmail wouldn't let me put T.O. They forced me to put the number two. So it, it looks a little ghetto. I'm sorry. M.O.R.E. The number two. I.T. P-O-D-C-A-S-T at gmail.com. Give the show a follow on Instagram and give the show a rating. Thank you, everyone. We've got life to live. We need to actually get out here and get some fucking food. And uh, thank you. Take care.